Welcome to That Universal Podcast, a universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello, welcome back. It's uh, That Universal Podcast. I'm Nick, uh, and on this episode I'm joined by P-Dubs. Hello. And also by the lovely Sinead. Hello. I'm making assumptions there, Sinead, aren't I? Really? Oh, very much so. Yeah. There are like, many that would disagree with you. Uh, you know, I've I've gone on not one but two holidays with P-Dubs actually thinking about it. You know, we've spent yep. an, an unfortunate amount of time together. Um, yep. So, you know, I feel more, I can make more of a judgment like that. Whilst with you, it's all yeah, virtual. And that's why I don't get a nice name. I'm just P-dubs. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's, that's also because of being over-familiar. Yeah. That's how it works. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've not done one of these for a while. In fact, actually, was there one, there was one in May, wasn't there? There was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far away now, it seems, during my sabbatical. Well, you, yeah, I was going to say you took May off, didn't you? I did take May, May when off. You took off. It yeah. was May. Yeah, I know it feels like it was it was much longer, but no, it was it was only a few, <laughs> only a few weeks ago, uh, and that that month flew by. But here we are, and for the first time possibly ever, we're actually going to be talking about breaking news the night we're recording this podcast, which has never happened before because Universal always seem to uh, put this news out after we've recorded, almost on purpose. So. That's pretty great. Um, but before we get into all of that, let's start with asking what is everybody drinking? Because I don't know what it's like in, in Ireland today, Sinead, but it's been bloody hot here. And my hay fever has been chronic. So I need to cool down. What are you drinking? Um, it's not massively sunny here. Is it quite humid? But I can confirm. I'm Thankfully, Touchwood do not have hay fever, but my boyfriend does. And he's been struggling. Mm. Um, so I am having a ginger beer. Ginger with beer. A, a lot of ice in it. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, uh, P-dubs, what are you on? Um, so as you say, it has been quite warm here. Um, I got a touch of heat stroke on Saturday. So oh that's fine. Gosh. That was silly. Um, so I've got some apple and blackcurrant juice. <laughs> yeah, always. It is the, uh, the the drink to help with. Uh, sunstroke yes i believe yeah i was gonna say we've recorded many an episode where you i assume haven't had the heat stroke and you've also had <laughs> i've always got heat stroke that's what my problem is <laughs> ah there you go even <laughs> even in winter um yeah. Yeah, actually I'm, I'm i'm i should be more disappointed with you because um i found out this weekend that uh nottingham's only vegan deli themed after the simpsons has closed down and I hold you solely responsible for not being a vegetarian or vegan and not going there. To be fair, pretty much everything's closing in Nottingham, so it's not a surprise. <laughs> there was uh, there was a place you called No Homers, oh. and it was a it was a Simpsons thing deli cafe type thing. So you could go and buy uh, fake meats like a in a butcher's shop or a deli counter, oh, and uh, also like vegan ice cream. Uh, like uh, whippy ice cream and stuff. Nice. It looked great, but 
you know, I can be bothered to go up to Nottingham. So I'm just as bad as P-dubs in, in many ways. And to be fair, I actually stood outside it on Saturday. Even worse. <laughs> and didn't even realise. Although, to be fair, Saturday was like they're closing down south. So, yeah, you, know, you, you probably yeah. wouldn't. Clearly it wasn't even busy then. <laughs> no, clearly not. Um, right. So let's have a look at what has been going on in the parks. Shall we start with the breaking news? Yeah. Yeah? Go for it. I, what was really funny is I was out when the news broke, so when I saw it and put it in the group, I didn't realise that Mr Ripley had already done it. I mean, are you surprised? No, it's exactly what I expect from him. <laughs> I just didn't see it until later on. Um, so Universal today dropped the bombshell uh, that we are getting not one, but two escape rooms. And on top of that, not not only that, but their escape rooms based on Back to the Future and Jurassic World. Nice. Um, and it's called Universal's Great Movie Escape. That's what they're calling it. Now, P-Dubs, do you know about the history of Universal and that, yeah. that phrase? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that was the, that was the name of Universal Studios for a little while, was it? Well, <laughs> yeah. What, what happened was, Sinead, when um, when Islands of Adventure opened, for for, for for reasons nobody has ever got to the bottom of, um, they changed the name to Universal Escape. Oh, okay. Um, as something you were supposed to escape to i guess i don't know but that was the kind of like combined name so like now it's universal orlando resort which makes sense everyone knows what a resort is um but they just called it universal escape and they actually um they were actually losing uh ground against disney like oh, attendance dear. started to dip quite soon after this rebranding happened and it you know, oh there was also, of course, the uh, 9-11 downtown, downtown, which also happened around the same time. But this was done, I think, late 99, early 2000. So that wasn't the, re- that, you know, that wasn't the only reason. Uh, that was a big yeah. reason as to why, uh, but not the only reason. So, yeah, it's, it's very interesting, I think, that they've gone back to, uh, gone back to this name with that, uh, you know, history around the, the the word escape and universal but it's an escape room or it's escape rooms um details are really thin on the ground they just tweeted out this is happening this year uh later this year um from what i can see now i don't know if there's been a press release that's gone out to some people it's I, i've not been able to see anything publicly um but to the surprise of no one... Oh, no, it does say in the tweet, actually, Universal City Walk, which makes sense, obviously, because this is going to be a paid-for um, attraction. Makes sense. Or attractions. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of escape rooms in general? I've never done one. I would like to, because I feel like it's something I would quite enjoy. But I've never done one. 
What about you, Peter? I've done. I've done one. I did one here again in Nottingham. Um, it's intriguing. Um, I I do wonder whether this is a testing thing as to whether Jurassic World takes over the ride. Um, obviously, we've already got Velocicoaster, but I think at some point the Jurassic Park ride will get rethemed as it has been in Hollywood, and and a test to see whether Back to the Future has a place in the parks again. You're right in the time being interesting, because obviously um, Epic Universe is starting to move again at pace. Um, I don't know if you've either of you have seen the uh, construction updates that have been going on, but work is definitely progressing in that way that it, it tends to, doesn't it, at Universal, where when they yeah. say they're going to do something, they actually do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, who knows if, if that's one of the reasons as to why that maybe they're thinking if this is really popular, which, let's be honest, a Back to the Future, like, you know, an official Back to the Future escape room, like, that yeah. is going to be popular. I, I, I'm i not saying a Jurassic World one won't be popular either, but I think, I, I just get the impression that a Back to the Future one would be more welcomed, especially as it's no longer represented, really, in the parks. Yeah. Not by anything major, anyway. No, um, something we'll talk about shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, do we do we think this is their kind of answer to like when Disney had the Void at Disney Springs and it was like an upcharge way of experiencing movies outside of the parks? Well, uh, I mean, this is going back. I know a, they're very different things. Yeah, but I mean, it's, but at the same time, in 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 the context you're mentioning it, no, it's not. You know, it's exactly the same kind of thing. This is an upcharge. Now, going back a few years, um, you know, Mr. Ripley, via his sources, was hearing that there was going to be a similar one for Halloween Horror Nights. Mm. But it was probably going to take place in the event itself, but it would be uh, an upcharge uh, premium event. And that's what these are. So I, I think the other thing as well is this, like The Void did, going back to that, this gives you the chance to experience something to do with the theme parks, but without having a theme park ticket. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that also is a good thing. And also the fact that it's at City Walk when, unless you're eating or you're going to see a film, there's really not much for you to do. Like You can't spend hours there shopping. Yeah. No, unless you're going to a gig over at Hard Rock, then there's very little that's going to keep you unless you're going for a drink. That's that's it. If you're not eating, I mean, obviously they're wanting to eat and drink. Yeah. Of course they do. But, um, you know, without that, I just realised I hadn't said what I'm drinking. I've got a Heineken, another Heineken Silver. Whoops. Oh, there's a lid. What's Heineken floor. Silver? Uh, it's, uh, I can't remember, well, I can't read, it's too dark. <laughs> I should put a light oh, on. I did, I, did the last, <laughs> I did talk about it on the last Disney show, but I can't remember Fair. now. But um, it, it's, I don't think it's unfiltered. I think I described it as being filtered, but it's not. But I think it's just a bit crisper. It's nice though. Oh. Um, yeah, so there's, there's not much there. So, so putting something like this in, and this is why The Void was so good, and it's such a shame that The Void, you know, went bust. Um... You know, these things are good because 
if you are in the area but you haven't decided whether you want to visit the parks or something but you know that there's somewhere you can go to have something to eat and you see this this might encourage you to then buy a ticket for the next day or something do you know what i mean like i i don't know but either way it's it's something different you can do at city walk and it's going to keep people there longer which is the intention so yeah definitely what will be interesting and obviously we, what we don't know yet is how long these experiences are going to last uh, and of course more importantly how much they're going to cost um mm. and the reason i say time not just because it's back to the future but when i mentioned mm. this to uh my wife earlier on um she said to me well how many like how long are they gonna let you do it for I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, because, you know, they've got, a, they're going to have a small capacity, so they're not going to be able to get very many people through, which is true. Like, if it's a half hour, you know, normally these things are probably about an hour long. Let's say they're an hour long. Um, you know, how big are they going to let you do that in? Like, how many people are they going to let through at a time? Um, yeah. You know, this is not, you know, escape rooms by their nature, they're not people eaters. You know, it's a very slow-moving thing. That's why you have to buy tickets for them. So it will be interesting. It will be really interesting. And I wonder where it's going. Can we think yeah, what's closed at the ask. moment? I think, um, didn't the Bob Marley venue close down? Possibly, yeah. I know one of the restaurants definitely went. Yeah. I don't think it was the... What's the Mexican? Is it in in no? Antihitos. That's the one. I believe that's still no. There. That's that's definitely still there because that's internally owned. Right. That's one of their own because it's opened in Hollywood as well now. Yeah, and there was a club. There's a club there as well, isn't there? Yeah. And I think that might have gone by the wayside. So, and it's out of the way. If it, if it is those those buildings that they're going to use, you know, they're not like really that noticeable. But um, that's in, in some ways that's good because it will, you know, drive you there if you've got something, you know, like this to go to. So um, I wonder if there's going to be like an age limit on it because, like, I would imagine this type of experience, their target audience are childless millennials like myself that <laughs> will go have dinner, have a few drinks, do the likes of this, and it'll kind of would encourage you to stay as you say in and around that area so i wonder if there will be age limits on it or if it'll just be free for all i don't know i reckon there will be most escape rooms have an age limit that i've seen over here yeah so i mean that could still be like you know 14 or something but mm. it's not gonna so, be babies i've just had a search it is the the club apparently Oh. Uh, that was called the groove that's it the groove um yeah it closed closed late last year and and the story that i'm reading was from the end of last year that said it was being uh replaced by themed escape rooms so there we go nice i just don't think we thought it was going to be universal property no. ones if i'm honest but good i think that's that's the way they've gone haven't they in recent years even with the new restaurants they've all been internal like big fire is owned by them as well and i think that's that's just what they're doing with city walks well it's probably less of a headache yeah yeah isn't it because you do get chains 
that you know if the chain you know if, if the owner of the chain goes under then there's not much you can do they're gone yeah so yeah i guess that makes more sense um are there any other franchises that either of you could think that they might expand to because again i know i'm comparing it to the void a lot but and they're very different things but like obviously that swapped out and they had a couple different versions of that i mean it's hard i think because i've got to think about how you would do an escape room i mean the obvious the obvious one would be jaws but how you, you turn that into an escape room i don't know Bourne would be the one that i'd lean on Oh, that makes a lot of sense as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the difference with the Void and an escape room is that the Void needed nothing. Yeah. You know, I think I'm the only one on tonight that did the Void. But the Void was yeah. basically very flimsy. It looked like almost looked like being in an office with partitions. Yeah. That's what the Void was like. Because you wore a VR headset, so as soon as that switched on... You know that you were immersed in this world, whilst with an escape yeah. room, you it needs to be heavily themed, like a Halloween horror. The tribute stores, or the tribute store, which we'll come to in a bit. <laughs> so it won't be. I mean, it's, it's still massively possible to do, and you know, there's some escape rooms near me, and they normally last a year or two before yeah. they might change them up. Fair. So. You know, maybe they'll do something similar. The other thing as well is that because of what Universal is like, you know, these could be, you know, here for years without needing to change as long as people keep Very paying true. the money. Um, but yeah, but no, absolutely. If if attendance starts dropping or anything, um, then it would make sense to just retheme one or both of them. Um, and Fast and Furious, you could do as well. Yeah. For similar reasons to Bourne, you know, they've got that, you know, kind of spy criminal element in them nowadays. So that could work. Um Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was that was good and that's breaking. Hopefully on a on a future episode we'll actually know more about things like capacity and pricing. But um all we know so far is um it's coming this fall. So I wonder if that will be before, during, or just after Halloween Horror Nights. That pretty much covers the full season, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, P-Dubs. Yeah. What did you want to talk about? I suppose we can carry on that conversation as it's been mentioned twice within that little section. Um, the new tribute store... Um, I think it's pretty much aimed at people like us, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. So they, they, as has been done for the last few years, the, the tribute store stayed dormant for a little while. Well, the last couple of years it hasn't. Uh, every time the season has ended, something else has been put in. So we've just come to, I suppose, the end of Mardi Gras. It's been shut for a little while, reopened for the summer. Um and has pretty much picked up everything that we love about Universal. Um, certainly for me and Nick being 80s kids. Um, with a, it, I've got to get this right because I have watched it. E.T. Room, Back to the Future, Jaws. Is that it? Is there one more? 
think um, that's it. No, I think I think that's it. There is, uh, you know, Kong makes an appearance in there. Yes, I believe the, that's at the end. It is. Yeah, and it's kind of a room of of different '80s things uh, yeah. and old Universal stuff. So you've got some Ghostbusters stuff in the last room um, and stuff like that. But yeah, the um, and and I've got to be honest, they look great. But they're pretty much selling merchandise that we've seen elsewhere already. Um, well, there wasn't really anything new. There's a there's a fair bit of new stuff, but it's also, you know, with especially with like ET, as you say, a lot of stuff that's been there before. What I like about it is the the theme of the store now is that it's an AT cinema. Yeah, that was yeah, so very clever. I like that. Yeah. I thought that's a really nice touch. I mean, the one thing we've always said about the tribute stores, all the ones that they've done, is how much effort they put in. You know, they could literally just fill it with with this stuff and you'd buy it. But the fact that they go to, like, Halloween Horror Night level of detail in, in these shops, these temporary shops, is incredible. I mean, P-Dubs, yeah. do you remember... I don't know if you, if you got them in Ireland today, but... When we had the Disney store pop-up shops, so once they started cl- closing the Disney stores down, like the proper ones, they would then open up these pop-up ones, and it was just a white shop, wasn't it, with shelves? It it was yeah. like shop. It was like shop shop Disney in real life. Yeah, it was like a website come to life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so so bland. Um, so you know, Universal could do that with tribute stores and just fill it fill it with merchandise for whatever they're trying to hawk at the time. But the fact that they do go to all this effort, I mean, you know, I'm just looking at photos from the E.T. Uh, one now and, you know, things like calendars on the wall from the 80s, like Lego sets from the 80s, books, toys and uh, game boxes from the from the early 80s. You know, just the attention to detail. Viewmaster, you know, all this stuff. It's just all, all to make you buy some T-shirts. Yeah. You know, my, you my the, favorite is the giant speaker from Back to the Future. No, I was I was going to say <laughs> they before, built that. It's like it's ridiculous. Well, they've uh, <laughs> the the one thing I like in the ET, the I really like in the ET as a as a tribute to the film is the Reese's the poles of Reese's pieces dotted around. Yeah, I mean that's really yeah, sweet. and then then you've got the photo opportunity of the as you walk out of it, the uh, the closet is there with yeah. the pile of toys. Which I thought was a really nice touch as well. Wasn't that? Didn't they have that in the the gift shop anyway? Like the ET they might attraction. It's been so long since I've been I'm in sure, that I'm shop. Sure, I'm sure Craig had photos taken in there once. I've not. I've never done it, but um, but yeah. And then there's uh, a Jaws one where you're basically in uh, Quint's, uh, you know, boatyard. I don't know if you call it a boatyard, but where he yeah. He kind of lives and keeps his boats and stuff. Um, again, just uh, incredible. And um, I don't know if you saw this. They're playing on the TVs the original cue footage. Yes. From Jaws. Yeah. Um, the Molder Armour's back, this time with Jaws. So you get yourself a nice little oh, Jaws uh, model. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you say, some of this stuff is stuff that we've seen uh, before or you could buy elsewhere. Especially for for ET though, there is a lot of stuff that's come out because it's the 40th anniversary, isn't it, this year? Yeah. For uh, for that, um, 
I like the little model of Hill Valley in the Back to the Future bit yeah, as well. That's really nice touch. As oh, well. they've got the. Um, I don't know if they're props. They look like props. Uh, in a display case behind the uh, the diorama, and they've got the yeah. uh, the facts from Back to the Future too. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Uh, oh, they got Moldorama there as well. Get a little Hill Valley cocktail. I'm sure that wasn't in there when they first opened. I think that's oh. been added. Oh, there you go. Eight of your fine dollars. Um, all the clocks as well. Yeah, I just think the effort they. I got the I got the photo, the disappearing uh, photo. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that speaker is very impressive. Um, yeah, I I just I just think these are great, and it's a shame that it's you know going to be there to what August. Yes, yeah. and then uh, it'll be Halloween Horror Nights again, I assume. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Really good, but yeah, it's the it's the can you believe the fortieth anniversary of ET this year? I mean, I can because we're, we're thirty nine this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's still it's still mad. So yeah, there is a, there is a lot of uh, new ET merchandise. There is some new uh, Universal Classic merchandise. So obviously, was it twenty twenty when that first came out? Yeah. Because it was just after we went, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was during the pandemic where it was all like, oh, well, yeah. if we get to go this year, we'll be able to buy stuff. And of course we couldn't. Um, so yeah, some 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 new bits uh, for that as well. Um, I don't think the stuff is as good this time around that I've seen. No. I've seen like some bags and t-shirts and stuff. I just Yeah, there didn't seem to be as much choice this time. No. Right. Or yeah. unusual choice like they did last time they did the the bomb bags slash funny fanny packs. That's correct. Last time and and of course there's no no selling masks anymore. So yep. they've gone. Um but yeah, it definitely didn't seem as much choice this time. Um yeah. It's 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 good that it's back and I'm glad they've got it, but the new merchandise they've got for the the classic universal doesn't really uh, appeal that much to me like the uh, the original stuff did but hey ho but I mean look if you can get there absolutely get there it looks like just walking around the shop is a load of fun um, I yeah. can't see the food I think I th- sorry Shalom uh, I was just going to say I think it's really interesting the approach that they're taking with doing the stores like it just there's so many other places that are like streamlining everything and having it stripped back and bare basic and really like minimal and all this kind of stuff. And Universal is just like maximum as possible. Fill it with stuff, plow a lot of money into it, make it an experience. And it's clearly working for them because they wouldn't keep doing it if it wasn't boosting sales in some way, shape or form. Yeah, I think that's 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 it pretty much spot on. Um it does make you want to go. Yeah. And obviously spend your money as well. Yeah. I feel like you'd be hard pushed to leave without buying something, even a snack is, I think you're about to, about to mention. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I couldn't find them, but I have found them because I'm, I saw a, uh, I think it's a cake, a Jaws cake. 
oh. which looks quite cute. It's um, it's got a little like figure of Jaws on the top, and it's like it looks like the the top of it looks like the ocean. So it's got you know like blue at the top, and then kind of red as it goes down with like the little Jaws logo. But it comes in a collectible glass. Oh no! So I think it's like about fourteen dollars or something. It's it's not cheap, but it's because it you know you can keep the effectively keep the glass after so apparently the cake's not yeah. very nice oh, uh no. but there you go uh i, I mean just look I, I just seen a close-up jaws chocolate fishbowl cakes i mean the jaw like model on top looks very very sad it's not, not no one, no one wants sad. a floppy jaws no it reminds me a little bit of uh yoda cupcakes oh. uh right or, um, or okay. chewbacca cookies that's it exactly <laughs> Um, there are some really cute though um, E.T. Uh, what are these basket dessert cakes? So you've got like a, a little, you know, rectangular shaped chocolate basket, I guess. And from the top of it is uh, it looks like E.T.'s head poking out with uh, a blanket wrapped around it. Oh, cute! Made of fondant icing. It's yeah. I think They're... I've seen them online. They look adorable. That's what I mean. Yeah. And they've got some nice out-of-time brownies. Uh, oh, Back to the Future Cupcakes. There you go. <laughs> it's only a matter of time, wasn't it? Um, oh, God. A matter of time. I didn't mean it. I, 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 that wasn't my intention. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's always some fun stuff in the uh, in the tribute stores for food as well. Again, just as you say, Sinead, it's that little bit of effort they put in, which mm. you just don't seem to get uh, anywhere else. So incredible um so yeah if you can get there before it closes get yourself down there that's what i'd say um Shanae, was there anything you wanted to talk about um the classic monsters cafe closed and i'm really sad because i never got to go if it's any consolation Sinead, neither did i and i had no excuse not to go yeah i just never i've been did. in it Right. Never eaten, no. Right. We were coming out one night and they'd already... And this was one of the big problems is that their opening hours were ridiculous. Um, but they just left the door open. Restaurant oh, wasn't nice. open anymore. So we just walked in and had a walk round <laughs> on our way out. Love yeah. Um, yeah, it's... It's a shame because it was somewhere that I know people like to go to. I think the problem for me is... Whenever it was lunchtime, I was never in that section of the park. And of an evening, especially if you're there for Halloween Horror Nights, there's so many places to get food. Yeah. So I just never thought of going there. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame. But, you know, I think we know what's replacing it because they've added them to the bloody walls today. So the minions are now... Bottom. Part... <laughs> The minions are now part of the uh, the uh, the construction walls that have gone around the the building. So uh, rumours were circulating it was closing to become a minions cafe, like they've got in Hollywood. Um, and I think we can safely confirm that's exactly what's uh, what's happening now. So yeah, hopefully um, a better version will and a maybe more thematic version will open up in Epic Universe. Well, I, I think that's it. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, you know, there's quite a few props in there that could easily be 
refurbished uh, to be used in another location. And it makes sense because there is nothing... I, I suppose you've got the horror makeup show, but it's not just about the Universal Monsters. So it did kind of just sit there doing its own thing. Yeah. So it makes sense to theme it to, you know, a nearby attraction. Um, but it's 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 a shame. I, I think the big thing was the fact that it just closed so suddenly, didn't it? Yeah. Like, there was no, like, you know, last chance to die or anything. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a shame. But look, let's stick it to the horror theme, because the other thing that has, of course, come out since we last got together is we now do have our second uh, Halloween Horror Nights uh, announcement for the year, and it's Halloween 1978. Mm-hmm. How do we feel? I'm quite excited about it. Um, yeah. It's both coasts, so I'm I'm going to get to experience the, the Hollywood version. Um, it's that, out of that kind of era of horror movies, it's the only one I haven't done a house. For. I've done Nightmare, I've done Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I've done Leatherface. Uh, no, of course, same thing. Um, Friday the 13th? Jason? Yeah, Friday the 13th, yeah. Yep. Uh, so I haven't done a Halloween one, so I'm quite excited to uh, actually experience that for the first time. I mean, he's someone that's been there quite a lot in the past. You know, yep. there's been multiple... Uh, Halloween houses over the year years. Um was the last one four? I think the last uh, one might have been Halloween four. Yeah, possibly. But there was the Rob Zombie one, wasn't there? And they've had more of the the classic films as well. Surprisingly they never went for the one with Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> How strange. Um also never done Halloween three. Ah, there you Very go. Sad. Yes, yes. I know some people One year. adore that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll get around to it. I was surprised because obviously this year is um all right, what's it called? I can't remember what the film's called now. Halloween ends. Halloween ends, of course yeah. it is. Yes, because the kills was the last one. <laughs> um so yeah, so I I thought because they did they didn't do a house for Halloween either, did they? Like the 2018 version. I can't remember. Part of me feels like they did and it was coming out around the same time or they had some scenes from it, but I could be making that up. I could be getting confused with something else. Trying to think. No, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't in 2019 and 2020 was when they had the, the three houses, wasn't it? For like a weekend, two weekends. Yeah. So no, they haven't, which is strange. Um, I would have expected them to have done Halloween Ends this year because it is coming yeah. out after or during the event. I think. I think it comes out in mid October. Um, yeah, it was Halloween Four last year. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. So I'm surprised that they haven't gone for one of the new newer films. To tie it to tie in with this new one coming out this year, because normally that's what they they do corporate synergy, isn't it? Yeah. You know, some years we've seen. I mean, um, what was was it? Happy Death Day. 
I was think it the year that... that came out and it was the the house yeah. was out a few months before the film even came out. Yeah, I looked up the 2018 houses and yeah, they did a the first purge slash happy death day. And I think the last couple rooms were scenes from Happy Death Day, and it was right as that was coming out. Yeah. That's what I was getting confused with. Great film, by the way. I really enjoy those two films. Um but yeah, so so you'd have thought that they would have, you know, tried to hype out the new film. But then again, I suppose the original is considered a, a classic, right? So maybe that's their way of, yeah. of doing it. And the new movies are in the same timeline as yes. the original. So it could be, um, and like, especially Halloween Kills didn't get great reviews. So I'm sure they probably don't want to have it as Halloween Kills. So mm. it kind of makes sense. Go back to the first one because that will still link in with Halloween Ends. I didn't mind Halloween Kills. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. You know, it was what it was. But uh... yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, look, f- over 40 years on and Halloween is still considered a classic of the genre, right? So yeah. I get why they want it and I, you know, a night's going to be very popular. Um, but I'm surprised I didn't throw anything in from the uh, the newest version, but there you go. I suppose there could also be an element of like, Michael Myers is a pretty easy one to do. Like you just need a bunch of tall people. And if... For some ungodly reason, they had to bring back masks. You just have people wearing them under the big rubber heads. Mm. And I'm not, I don't think that would be a thing, but it could be part of the like contingency planning that yeah. that wouldn't interfere too much if that was a thing that they had to bring in. Sure. No, I, I, I understand that. Makes sense to me. Um, Now, this is a rumour, obviously, and it's not a rumour that we've started, but Sinead, something piqued your interest on, on socials. Yeah, Universal tweeted out a picture of the gates with the clock. Or was it a Islands of Adventure? I can't remember. I it, can't was remember the, the it was, a couple of it weeks was ago. the Islands of Adventure Tower. Yeah, with the, the clock that we keep seeing in Stranger Things Volume 4. Yes. So, it's interesting. Nothing's been announced, nothing's been confirmed, but they've just tweeted a very and it came from the universal account right not the horror nights one yes. yeah no it's right yeah it was it wasn't the halloween horror nights uh account it was the standard yeah so who knows um we would we were talking off air about whether we think this is going to uh be announced after this podcast goes out but i think if <laughs> if if it's going to be a thing then I think it's going to be when the the last two episodes drop. And can I just say, before we talk about Stranger Things 4, no, actually, I'll, I'll wait till then. I've jumped ahead of myself. Um, but as as I said, with them just tweeting that at now and not announcing anything, that could be just them, you know, teasing us. But yeah. we'll, we'll see. I suppose time will tell. But there are two more episodes coming out of Stranger Things on the 1st of July. Um, and so I wonder if it's going to be a house this year, if that's when it's going to be uh, announced. Um, but you guys are up to date on Stranger Things. Yes. Um, yep. I don't want to talk too much about spoilers because I know some people are still kind of work their way through it. Um, for me personally, this has restored my interest in Stranger Things this season. Um, I, I thought two was quite good. You know, it was, it was patchy, but 
overall pretty satisfying. The third one I found really hard to get through. Um, I didn't really enjoy it that much. There were, again, bits and pieces of it that I quite liked. But overall, the third one was a lot of a lot of set pieces, wasn't it? That yeah, kind of fitted together, but didn't have a a, a really solid storyline. Whereas this one, right from the word go, it's, they just seem to have found their groove again with with the story. Yeah, yeah, I I I think so. Uh, what what about you, Sinead? I'm I'm really enjoying it. I quite liked season three. Um, and I didn't watch season four right when it came out and myself and my boyfriend were going to watch it and he didn't enjoy season two or three so he was kind of like yeah I'll, I'll sit and watch it with you but if I'm not into it I might stay on my phone if that's all right so we were like grand and he's very much enjoying this season as well Um, it's just so much darker which I think if ever the fact that they've done previous seasons of Stranger Things as houses like this would be the one that you want a house for because it's terrifying in all of the best ways. Well, the problem with the last house they, that they did, and we both saw this P-dubs, didn't we? Is <laughs> yeah. that it felt, it felt really rushed because it was kind of based on season two and three. Yeah. And what you got from three was two scenes, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, what was you it? Literally, and it, it was the two scenes with Billy. Yeah. Pretty much at the end, and that was it. And it was a very, very tiny representation of Starcourt Mall, which just didn't work at all. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously a mall is huge. And it's yeah. instead in this little room with this big puppet overhead that wasn't really doing very much and didn't look that terrifying, but more terrifying on TV. Um, and I don't know if that's because they ran out of time or, or what, because it, it that house was the year of season three, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know, but it was it was pretty poor. So I wasn't really excited to see another. I wouldn't be excited to see another Stranger Things house. Now I've seen season four. Now my my interest is peaked. The only problem I have with season four is the episode lengths. Now so far so good actually because I don't think it's been. I was worried looking at the length of the episodes that they might be a bit fillery, and there mm. were certainly certainly things that happen which you don't really need to see they don't really bring push the story along that much um yeah. at times but i think the final episode of the season is like two over two hours yeah it's like two hours 40 i mean that's that's james bond length that's 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 how long no time to die lasted two hours 40 and that felt bloated so i don't know why they didn't just split it into two episodes because when it's when it's two hours fullsy, that's not an episode to me. That's a film. Yeah, I'm not going to sit and watch the whole episode in one go. When you say that now, you don't know. But the likelihood uh, no, is you probably I, I know I won't. <laughs> You've got the attention span of Mr. D. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, it's 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 that that's too long, too long for an episode. That's a film. Especially like when it's on a streaming service, like I could understand maybe if it was like something that was being shown episodically week by week and you didn't want people to have to wait a week like sure whatever but like it's on a streaming service like if people want to just play through and watch the full i think it's like oh like nearly four hours of these final two episodes all in one sitting people will do that 
But if people don't want to do that, at least then break it up. But I suppose, I mean, at least on Netflix, it'll just bring you right back to where you were, so... But the weird thing is, though, as well, is that if they release those episodes weekly, there wouldn't have been a de- delay. Or they... Uh, is maybe... it a delay, though, or is it just them trying to build suspense? Well, no, what, what I mean is, like, Netflix... For not you know nearly all of their own content, it's drop on day one, isn't it? All yeah. episodes available now. Um, Disney Plus go the other way; they release episodes weekly. Some things you'll get two episodes at once, and then you know weekly episodes after that, whatever. But what I'm saying is, if Netflix had done that, then the final two episodes would have probably come out at the same time they're going to come out. Well, so I'm not sure why. Is that not seven intentional out. though? I don't know because I mean I don't know about you all I have seen online is people talking about Stranger Things and all I have heard online is Kate Bush so like they are really like amping up and all I've heard is people talking about how they can't wait for it to come out on July 1st so I feel like it's actually quite a clever marketing thing because yeah, they built up this suspense because again it took me like two weeks to actually finally watch it and again if people are only picking it up now they still have another two weeks before the next few drops so i think it's actually quite smart i'm not saying i enjoy it but i think it's quite smart (laughs) no but it's it's been very good i like the fact that a whole generation now is discovering kate bush yeah um i'm even my daughter now who doesn't watch stranger things because i'm not that bad of a parent um (laughs) but although saying that i think we was having a conversation about or actually i was having a conversation with my wife about the fact that They've released some toys in America for Stranger Things season four. That, uh, well, you know, at the same time it came out, but they are aimed at kids. Okay. Like specifically aimed at kids. They're very cartoony. They look like the old Ghostbusters toys where they used to they used to do some that you squeezed their arms or something and their eyes would pop out as if they were frightened. Yeah, I heard some of them. Right. So these Stranger Things toys do that. So these are clearly not aimed at collectors. They don't look like who the characters are supposed to. These are very much kids' toys, but they've released them for a show that they're not going to watch. And then about about two or three days later, I noticed my son was wearing a new T-shirt my wife had bought from H&M, and it was a Stranger Things T-shirt. <laughs> and he's eight, so. Uh, no, not, it's seven. How bad? What bad parent? Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was pretty funny after having that conversation about how I didn't understand it and then there he was wearing his T-shirt. Um, but yeah, it, I, I would not be upset if they uh, announce it. Um, well, I would because it's, it's unlikely I'm going to get there this year. That would be that would be the thing. That said, that could be the thing that makes me go, absolutely, fuck it, I'm booking. <laughs> so we'll see. I would, I would be so intrigued because like... The prosthetics and stuff involved in Vecna is outstanding. He looks incredible. But I'm like, how are they going to make that look even halfway decent? But also have cast changes and have people wearing these non Like, I'd say working out that logistics would probably be a bit of a nightmare. Screens. Just everyone's screens. Uh, I guess. Or like an arm or something coming out. I don't know. They, they always do. Yeah, it'll, it'll be behind something. So it's yeah. like the face that they have to do. Yeah. They'll they'll find a way, should I? I mean what I will say is that um because of like how the houses were lit, 
the uh, the person they had in the first room that was playing Eleven looked incredible until you saw a photo of them and then realised they looked nothing like Eleven at all. <laughs> but in the dark... Uh, and was about five, about five inches too tall. Yeah. But in the dark, it, it really looked quite quite good. I was really impressed. But yeah, looking back at the photos, no. Um, is that it for news? Think so. All right. There, there is one final bit. Um, just because it's the the biggest movie to release in this year. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion came out this weekend. Um, it's time. This is a nice way of tying back to the first story because we're talking about Jurassic World now. Um, it made one hundred and forty three point uh, four million uh, domestically at the weekend in the states. Um, it's made. Two hundred and forty-five million internationally. So in its its first official weekend, it's made three hundred eighty-nine million. That's not strictly true because it did come out in some countries earlier. So it's been out in Mexico for about a week already. For some reason, right. not sure why. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's had a pretty good you know, one hundred and forty-three million. Uh, it's one of the bigger releases of the year. I think it may have beaten Top Gun. Uh, that had a pretty big opening weekend as well, but it's below other things like Doctor Strange. I'm the only one that's seen it, and we should keep it that way, because it is bad. It's a stinker, people. It's a stinker. Imagine going to see a film about dinosaurs where there's hardly any dinosaurs in it. That's what you get. Oh, Christ. Oh. Yeah, I hadn't... So I hadn't seen the second one. What's it called? Fallen Kingdom? Is that what it is? Fallen Kingdom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. And then we kept seeing ads everywhere for the new one. So we watched it on Saturday and that movie was atrocious. Oh, I mean... Oh my God, it was so bad. The, the most positive thing I can say about Dominion is it's not as bad as Fallen Kingdom. Okay. But I mean, it's not that much better than Fallen Kingdom. Right. That's the point. It's not as bad as that, but it's it's certainly not the step up. I mean, I, I quite liked Jurassic World when I first watched it. I really enjoyed it, but the more you watch it, the more you realise it's just the best bits of Jurassic Park. And the most iconic character of all time, the man running with his double margaritas. That's Well, it does have that as well, to be fair. That is true. Uh, but yeah, like you say, Fallen Kingdom's an, an absolute mess. Every time, and I've seen that I think two or three times, and it gets worse every it's time. So bad. I when I when I walked out of the cinema after seeing it, I was like, yeah, you know, it's pretty good. And then I watched it again. I was like, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? It's awful. Um, so yeah, this one. It the weird thing is, it it's just under two and a half hours, and it feels longer. And you expect to see loads of dinosaurs, and you don't. I reckon there's probably about 25 minutes of dinosaurs in this film. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and the best bit for me is when the new cast and the old cast meet, because they do it in a way that's similar to Shaun of the Dead, when right. uh, the main characters in Shaun of the Dead bump into their doppelgangers. Yeah. That's the easiest way of Weird. describing it. With Martin Freeman and yeah, 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 
it's it's like that. It's it's very weird. Jeff Goldblum, of course, steals the show. He That's is funny. turned up to twelve. <laughs> He's everything he says is batshit crazy. Does he keep his shirt on? They do make a gag towards that. They do make a gag towards that. Um, but yeah, I mean, base, basically, anytime he's on the screen, it, it immediately kind of ramps up a little bit. Um, and, and the bad guy in this film is, uh, I guess, like a parody of uh, Tim. Is it Tim Cook who runs Apple nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he's him. It's, it's very, very strange. <sighs> right. P-Dubs, where are we going next? What do you want to do first? Uh, I think we should do Eat It first. Well, that was the music. So I suppose we'd better go and find some stuff to eat. Yeah, so Nick uh, passed it over to me to, to pick where we were going. And we're, we're doing a couple of segments. Uh, and I thought we'd stick with an Island of Adventure thing uh, for both of them. So this time we are looking at uh, ideal, ideal meals uh, from Islands of Adventure. Um, as we've done previously, we pick a starter, a main and a dessert and a drink for each um, course. Um, so, who wants to go first with with their pick? Um, I'm quite happy to pull up my spreadsheet. Of course, I did. <laughs> I've only got notes. I haven't got a spreadsheet. To be fair, yeah, got my spreadsheet. So, venue wise, I didn't know where I wanted to go, so I just opted for the Marvel character dining because why not? Because I don't think I ate in a single restaurant in Islands of Adventure, so I was totally blind on this. I was like, oh, sure, we'll go with characters, why not? Um, so for my starter, it's from Green Eggs and Ham Cafe, and it's the vegan pizza tots because that just sounded like a delightful thing. Um, so it's plant based pepperoni, sausage, mozzarella, and parmesan cheese over tater tots for 10 50. Now, we've got, we've got a conflict of interest. Because I've oh. also picked that, which is not a problem, uh, okay. but but also speaks to the lack of choice. Um, oh, we've got a three way. We've got a three way problem then, because <laughs> I went for the normal pizza tots. Well, at least they're normal. But here's they here's just the thing. Sound so like hilariously delightful. Well, I've had the pizza fries. Okay. I had the pizza fries. The last time I went, I don't think they had vegan pizza fries. I think. I could just have it without sausage. Mm. I can't remember. But I did have pizza fries. Anyway, what does interest me, Dosha Aid? Right, you just yeah. read out what it is. So just read it out again. So plant-based pepperoni, sausage, mozzarella, and Parmesan cheese over tater tots. Now, it says it's vegan. Yeah. That doesn't say, like, alternative. Does it? I don't care what you mean. So what I meant was, so if it's vegan, yeah, you wouldn't have mozzarella, and well, it says plant based at the start of the description. So I okay, imagine so you... the fact that it's vegan, okay. the assumption is that it's all plant based. I was just, I was, that's what I was, that's what I was worried about. You know, it says plant based pepperoni, so I'm like, right, plant based pepperoni, but it then goes on to list normal cheeses. 
So I was like, so is it vegan? Is it vegetarian? It doesn't matter. We can eat it. This so. side of the world where they're a bit pedantic about it has to be called oat drink rather than oat milk. So right, okay. okay. Which is hilarious that America's not as pedantic about certain things. But anyways, <laughs> um, so for my drink that I've gone for to have with my vegan pizza tots from Confisco Grill. Don't know if I'm saying that right. I've gone yep. for a jalapeno margarita because I love a spicy margarita. Ooh. Um, and that's fourteen fifty. Um, and then for my main, I've gone to Mythos for the vegan option for their pad thai because it just sounded again delightful. Rice noodles, mixed vegetables, and then the vegan alternative um, comes with crispy tofu and a vegan peanut sauce, and that is twenty one dollars. So you save a whopping four dollars if you go for the vegan option. Yeah. Um. And then my drink to go at my main is also from Confisco Grill and it's the Burbloon. 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 Yep. Which I have also gone as my drink with my dessert. Yeah. Sounds quite nice. Got bourbon in it. Got Coke yeah. in it. It's got uh, sweet and sour cranberry juice. Big fan. So again, that's $14.50. Um, I picked a side because I have no chill. So from pizza predatoria the breadsticks with marinara sauce for 350 because does that go with pad thai not all but here we are this is just the way my brain my brain is wired um and then for my dessert i've gone to hop on pop ice cream shop for a brownie sundae in a waffle bowl so it's chocolate brownie vanilla ice cream creamy caramel sauce topped with whipped cream and a cherry and then for my drink to go with that, I've gotten for salty caramel cold brew from Cinnabon for four fifty, four seventy. Sorry. So my total was seventy six dollars and some change. That's not including any price associated with the uh, superheroes, but I didn't know how to uh, price that, so they're free. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, so Nick, how about you then? <laughs> yeah, so uh, as I say, green eggs and ham, vegan pizza tots. Um, I mean, one thing this country lacks in general is tots. Like, you just you don't really see them anywhere, do you? They've started to become a bit of a thing over here. We have a chain called Eddie Rockets, um, which is like 1950s themed, and they've re- recently replaced what used to be really nice sweet potato fries with tater tots and they seem to be doing a big push on tater tots interesting yeah so the only place i've seen tater tots recently is um i think it's called honest burger no oh crap it's um it's lewis hamilton's uh, vegan burger restaurant interesting um i'm gonna have to look up what it's called now jesus um but yeah they do they do fries um but they also do um tater tots so oh neat burger it's called neat burger there you go um and they do tots they do regular tots they do tots with like a fake cheese sauce and uh with like spicy sauces it's but they were really good and I was very excited to see them on the menu. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so tot, tots are good. Tots are good. These Ebenezer are good. Um, so, with my vegan pizza tots, I was just going to grab a Bud Light. Because that's something okay. that I always normally have when I'm at Universal. So, uh, just grab that wherever I can get one. 
Um, now, Sinead, where did you say your entree was from? Uh, Mythos. Yes, your vegan pad thai. So, yeah. I've also gone for the bit vegan pad thai with crispy tofu and peanut sauce. Mine oh. is only eighteen ninety nine. <gasps> what? Because if you go to Confisco Grill, they do the same stuff cheaper. Uh, not everything. That's hilarious. Not everything on the menu, but the vegan pad thai uh, is three dollars cheaper at uh, Confisco Grill than it was at Mythos. Bizarre. And I've eaten a Mythos, and it's nice, but um, I don't care to pay extra to, to sit in a fancier restaurant. So I had the same thing. And I love peanut sauce. I love crispy tofu. So, and I had the I had the shrimp pad thai last time because that was the closest I get to to vegetarian when I was last there. So uh, that was really nice. So therefore, I imagine this one be even better. Um, for my drink here, um, I went for, um, and where was it? I think it was at a backwater bar. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, yep. It was the, now this is a little bit of a cheat because technically I don't have one of these at the moment, but it's the AP Summer Exclusive Raptor Claw, which is a white claw, black cherry, bowls, blue curacao, pineapple juice, and garnished with cherry and mint. That's nice. $14, $14 there. Um, my dessert, though, I am going to have to go to Mythos because I saw this and thought it sounded delightful. Um, I went for a chocolate banana gooey cake, which is a warm, flourless chocolate cake drizzled with caramel sauce topped with peanut butter, ice cream, and candied bananas for nice. $7. Um nice and uh, I was going to wash that down with a lemonade mix iced tea from uh, the Free Broomsticks at four nineteen. I chose a snack as well. Was okay. I supposed to choose a snack? I, I mean, I chose a side, so go for yeah. it. Um, so, uh, Moose Juice Goose Loose. No, Moose Juice Goose Juice. Fucking doctor. Anyway, uh, a soft pretzel with cheese sauce. Oh, I do like a pretzel. That's and they I mean. are nice. Yeah, I do like a pretzel, but you do want something to dip them in because they are dry. Very salty. Yep. So yeah, I thought that, that with like some them. cheese sauce. And they had some, they had some, like, uh, they had some churros there as well with like nice. a chocolate dip. And I thought, yeah, I could have a few of those things. But I thought, you know, you know what? Soft pretzel. Yeah. So soft pretzel with cheese sauce, six fifty nine. So uh, all in all, uh, it was about 65, I think, come to. Yeah, that uh, makes so, sense. Yeah, not too bad. All right. Did you have a venue? I forgot to ask. <sighs> I'd probably go for the Marvel uh, character dining. I could just sit in there. I mean, as far as we're concerned, you get free superheroes, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the thing is, they are the superheroes at Universal are hilarious. Yeah, because yeah. the costumes are just so goofy. Um, which is, uh, which is it, it's the cap one for me that always makes me laugh. Oh, mine is mine is Wolverine. I don't know why it yeah. just it just looks so uh, so ridiculous. But um, yeah, I mean, look, the fact that you know down the road you can go to a theme park and meet Goofy, and yet he's not the goofiest thing you can see in Orlando is incredible to me. So. <laughs> 
Right, I suppose I better get on with mine. As yep. I said, uh, I'm starting with the pizza tots um, from Green, Green Eggs and Ham at 10.49. I am also heading to Moose Juice Goose Juice for my drink, where I'm getting the frozen orange moose, moose juice. Um, that was that was six dollars. Um, and then amazingly, I can't believe no one else has gone to Hogsmeade. Um, I am going for the shepherd's pie and the three broomsticks at 16.49. Well, hang on, I've eaten in the three, three broomsticks, that's why I didn't go there for food. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Um, it's, and it's I'm fine. going, it's fine, yeah. Um, and then I'm going with the hot butter beer mainly because I've not had one. I've had the cold one and I've had the regular one. Not had a hot butter beer, so that's that is a heavy main. A shepherd's pie and then a hot butter beer. You <laughs> forget yep. you're in Orlando. That is why. That's the only reason why I didn't. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of the butter beer, but I do feel that you should have one while you're there. Um, yeah. But the reason I didn't was because of what Sinead just said. That said, I did try some of Craig's hot butter beer. And I thought it was quite nice. So that's a good yeah. choice to go for. Yeah. Uh, and I am also following Sinead to Hop-A-Pop Hop ice cream shop. <laughs> um, I am going with the brownie sundae as well. I had that written down. Um, so that was 6 49 And then, as I said, I am going with the Ball Balloon um, drink from Backwater Bar at fourteen fifty. Um My venue... I'm going next door. I'm going to Cafe Four rather than the, the character dining. <laughs> um, so it pretty much tells you, doesn't it, something that there's the fact that we've all picked at least one thing exactly the same yeah. throughout yeah. this. Um, how little choice there is in Islands of Adventure um, in the long run. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think, <laughs> Sinead, I think we shared at least three different things. On our on our menu that were exactly yeah. the same. Um, it's um, it's a it's a strange place because yeah. whilst when you when you look at the menus, right, and we've all, we've obviously all done that to get to where we've got to now. You know, there was over twenty places for you to get food and drink, and yet, yeah. especially for me and Sinead, not a lot of choice. No, I I found it really difficult finding places that did drinks that were different. That's that's you yeah. a lot of them, and it's like fountain soda, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, so, like if you got a freestyle cup, you want that everywhere you go. I understand, but yeah, a lot of places, I was like, well, where's the menu for this place? And then you look. Yeah, there was a lot of them that just didn't drink. have menus at all. No, no backwater. Backwater bar didn't really. No, I had to search elsewhere for that. Yeah, which is just weird. Like you understand it if it's closed, but yeah, yeah, it definitely isn't. No. Okay, so that's that's eats it then, I guess for this this month. Yeah, yeah. With only three of us, it didn't take that long to to blast through it. Uh, Should we do some going for gold then? Yeah, I guess so.
P-Dubs, you've already alluded to the fact that uh, we're, we're having an island thing tonight. So where did you tell us to yeah. uh, go? So so my pick this time was um, Marvel Superhero Island, which we've already touched on. And really just a simple one to, to pick your, your top three attractions in Marvel Superhero Island. And I, I know there, there isn't many to choose from, but I felt some of them are quite divisive. Yep. in what people like. Um, so I thought it was a, a decent option to, to go with. So uh, should we? Who? how do we want to do it? Do we want to do all three at once or do our bronze, silver and gold let's together? Do our, let's do our bronze, silver and gold. Yeah? Yeah, one at a time. Oh, right. Who wants, who oh, wants no, sorry, to go Sorry, first, hang on. Let me clarify that. Let's all do our bronze, <laughs> then all do our silver, then all do our gold. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> So who wants to go first then? Uh, I'll go first this time, only because uh, yeah. I forced your to last time because I didn't speak up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be very controversial. My bronze is Marvel Alterniverse Store. <laughs> that is my third <laughs> favourite attraction at Marvel Superhero Island. <laughs> to be fair, those shops are fantastic. That's what I mean. Uh, excuse the pun. Yeah. They are um, not anywhere near as themed or as big as a tribute store. Absolutely. No. Um, but full of cool little bits and pieces, full of normally pretty new merchandise. Um, pick up the latest comics as well if that's what you want to do. I don't because I, nothing worse than trying to carry a comic book around with you all day long. Not good. Um but always, always enjoy going in there and you know looking at stuff on the walls and you know that to me is better than either Storm's Acelatron or the Doctor Doom Free, uh, Fearful. So there you go. So Sinead, how about you? Um, had I thought of that as an option, I probably would also say same. Hey, such but... a cheat! It's a, it's an absolute <laughs> cop out, Sinead. Do not, do not follow this idiot. Um, so I'll put Dr. Doom's Fearful as my bronze. It's something you'd expect to see in a fairground, but I didn't want to pick Stormfloor's Acceleron. So, yeah, <laughs> Dr. Doom's Fearful. Have you actually managed to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I did it when I was there, unfortunately. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Awful. It's so like a bad. really crappy Tower of Terror. Uh, I don't like Tower of Terror, but I wouldn't even slate it that much. <laughs> and the worst thing is as well I remember we, when we went on it because it was obviously it's not very a very popular attraction so we must have been sat there for about 10 minutes waiting for oh, other people no. to be loaded up onto it it you was just end up mortified because you're the saps that have decided to go on it yes yes yeah. um, so I'm going to go with the one that no one else wants to pick I'm going to go for Stormforce and Celadron good for you um, mainly just because there isn't much other choice <laughs> no I mean there is literally four attractions yeah isn't there so, yeah can't wait for next month when we do Cartoon Lagoon um <laughs> So my, by the way, just 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 so I'm ahead of myself, the uh, the water cannons that you put twenty five cents into, that's an attraction, right? <laughs> because yeah. that that will probably be one of my picks next month. 
Um, so for my silver, um, I went with the Incredible Hulk coaster. Um, I'm not a big fan. You know, it was it was a ride that eluded me for uh, for years. Um, I just just didn't want to go on it. I you know plucked up the courage to to go on it, and I found it really uh, middling. It's got a really good launch. Um, you know, the first thirty seconds, you know, to forty five seconds are pretty pretty exciting, and then it gets really really pedestrian really really quickly, and I think when you've done similar rides like Rock and Roller Coaster, which seems to kind of keep going the whole way through, and you go on this, which has, you know, it's the most, well, it, it seems to be a thing with Universal, doesn't it? Top top loading your rides. So you get all the exciting yeah. bits in one go, and then you get a huge section of nothingness. Um, so I, I found it with uh, the Incredible Hulk. And also, I just don't think it's very comfortable. You know, my head, bopped around like I was going uh, for a boxing match with somebody um, and I did not appreciate it so that is my silver place okay tonight how about you um my silver is also Hulk however I haven't been on it because it was under refurb when I was there that's when they were like replacing the track and everything so I haven't had a chance to go on it but I do enjoy a coaster so that's why it's my bronze. And this is where my controversy comes in. Because I am going for Doctor Doom Fearful. Um, I've, I've got a bit of a thing with drop towers at the moment. That I'm really enjoying them. I've done some in the UK and going to be doing some more in the next few weeks. Um, and yeah, just become a, a little bit of a fan of drop towers for some reason. Don't know why. Um, but yeah, tower. that is, well, it is kind of, but um, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my pick for my silver. Fair dues. Um, so my gold is controversial. It is uh, Storm of Celetron. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. It is Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, it is still, you know, possibly the greatest attraction in Orlando. Um, I did it before, like pre-upgrade and post-upgrade when they um, upgraded the, the film footage. To be honest, I didn't think the film footage was that bad anyway in 2007. Um, it obviously looks, it does look clearer now and, you know, better, but I don't think it looks that rough to begin with. Um, but, you know, the, the ride is so unique Um We've obviously got a copy of it over the other side of the of the lake. Uh, Universal now Transformers. Um, again, just a testament to how great the the ride technology is. And I'm surprised that I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming it's possibly because they've got a, a patent on it or something. But why you don't see more kind of copies of it uh, in other parks around the world? Like it's such a good uh, track system that they use there. Um, yeah, just just blows me away every time, and I just always come off beaming from it. Um, yeah, I, a, a trip to Universal isn't complete without going on the Amazing Spider-Man, and I feel extremely sorry for anybody that's gone there when it's been down. 
uh, and not been able to experience it because it is just amazing. Pun intended. Schneid? Um, so for my gold, I'm also going to pick Spider-Man. However, I clearly had a very incomplete trip when I went to Universal because I, for whatever reason, didn't go on it. So I would really like to, and I have heard all the wonderful things about it. So I am, without having experienced it, putting it as my gold based off nothing but everyone else's feedback and, and what was basically a letter of love to it that Nick just proclaimed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah. won't talk about that attraction as much as I talk about missing King Kong. Yeah. Um, so, likewise, I'm going with Spider-Man as well. I know Nick and I have talked about the fact that it is a little bit dated now, especially the queue line. Um, oh, I, I didn't talk about the queue line, but, I mean, the queue line is like a, a, big, a big 90s office. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Apple One computers everywhere. Um, but the ride itself is still a, a fantastic attraction. Um, obviously, none of us have tried Web Slingers yet, but I don't think it's going to beat uh, Spider-Man at Universal. Uh, we've done um, Ninjago, same thing, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, it had to be Spider-Man. There was no other choice. Um, but yeah, I left the Hulk out because I didn't like it. Good for in you. any way, shape, or form. Good for you. I mean, I thought so, I was ballsy for picking a comic book shop over <laughs> the third attraction, but that's that's yep. that's ballsy. But you know that that's what it should be. You know, yeah. this is this is you. Only thing you should know, yeah. I appreciate your gold and silver things you haven't been on, but you've you've gone the right route. Yeah, because it's it's pretty accurate. But yeah, I can understand why people don't like the Hulk. Absolutely. So I, I, the next time I go, will I go on it? Probably not, no. because I know how it made me feel last time. I might do just to see if it if it's got any better, but I don't. I imagine if anything, it's probably got worse. Yeah, happens, I can only it? imagine. Yeah. Bearing in mind, I mean, when when did you go to Universal, Sinead? Twenty. Uh, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. So. Uh, okay, so uh, I went on it in 2017. So that track would have been, you know, a year to two years new. And yeah. it felt rough as hell is. So, you know, I can't imagine what it's like now. So any ideas? Have you, have you even contemplated what we might be doing next? No. Not even thought about it. Good. It's a month away. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the spirit. That's the spirit I like. It's too. Things. It's too far. Too far, far away for yeah. me. Yeah. No. A lot. Lot can change. A lot can change. Um. Right. Well, in that case, we'll wrap this episode up. Uh, Sinead, thank you, uh, as always, and P Dubs, of course, thank you for all as always, and also for uh, picking up on those segments. Um, and we will be back next month, unless, of course, some huge news gets announced, and then maybe we'll record something a bit, a bit sooner, but we probably won't. So we'll, we'll see you in June. No, July. Jesus Christ, where's this year going? Yeah. It'll be nearly Halloween Horror Nights before you know it. Oh, bring it on. This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network. Ha, ha, ha.